843, this is the Morning Flavor on Metro. We are looking at streaming services and when it's a good idea for artists to boycott certain platforms, regardless of whatever the reason may be. Interesting story here, just around a couple of artists who decided to boycott Spotify. Canadian artists like Neil Young, Johnny Mitchell, Crosby, even uh, people like India Ari, all just basically boycott, uh, boycotting this uh, Spotify platform. On the basis that um, one of the star, one of the star podcasters that we've seen on the platform, Joe Rogan, um, has just been spreading some misinformation on his show, the Joe Rogan Experience, amongst other things, and they don't vibe with the platform that has that sort of stuff. So, in situations like these, is it really a good idea, or does it maybe depend on what level you're at as an artist? Well, joining us on the line is Brandon Peterson, founder of uh, Reframed Group which focuses on tech news, content creation, and you can check out uh, their website, reframe.co. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. How are you doing? We are good. And how are you? You know what? I am so good. And I'm so glad you didn't call me Matthew Herbert because I'm like, please don't please me now because that song is everything. Oh, that song is, is absolutely stunning. And I'm sure you've added it already to your iTunes then eh? or whatever you use. <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my Apple Music, so we're all good to go. Done deal. Uh, speaking of music, uh, hopping off streaming platforms, boycotting platforms like Spotify, I mean, is this a good idea, regardless of the reason? Or, you know, are we moving to a space where artists feel they can literally do it on their own and if there's something they don't like on a particular platform, they're out? You know, it's it's a very complex question, actually. Um, I don't think that artists, you know, like Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, in the area are saying, you know, we're going to do it on our own. What they're saying is, you know, there are alternatives. And yes, this might impact us financially, but at the end of the day, you know, we have the right as creators, as people to decide, you know, whether we feel comfortable with practices of a business. And if we don't, we don't have to support that business. And that's what they're choosing to do. You know, there is still Apple Music, there is still, you know, YouTube Music, there are still other options and, and avenues for them. Mm. And in terms of what's at stake here, I mean, you, you talk about multiple uh, other platforms that, that people can jump on. I mean, is the idea to be on as, as many as possible, to have as, as wide a reach as possible? And, you know, if you, if, you, if you find yourself not being on one, does it really impact on how many people can actually access your music? You know, it's it's an interesting question because if you look at sort of global market share, um, there was a study, I think the latest stats I've got is from sort of the first half, the first quarter of 2021, where there were over 530 million streaming users worldwide. Mm. Um, I'm assuming that number's obviously increased since then. Mm. But out of that sort of over 530 million users, the bulk of it, it's all Spotify. You know, we're talking about over 30-odd percent sitting with, with Spotify. Mm. And then sort of just below that um, was Apple Music and then sort of everyone else focused in. So I think, you know, making the choice to, to remove your content from Spotify is going to have ramifications financially for these, these artists. Mm. Um, I don't think the reach is going to be as big, you know, with a YouTube Music, with an Apple Music, with any of the other services out there. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, it is their decision to do what they feel is right for their art and their, their content. 
Mm. Brandon Mel here. Um, you know, I guess that is the big question. Is it's and it's almost like a two parter. So, what level of responsibility does a platform like Spotify have to yeah. make sure that the stuff they are hosting on their platform is not offensive, derogatory, etc.? Because you know, the Joe Rogan podcast became about more than just his anti-vax sentiment. Um, you know, they were yeah. apparently an, uh, close to a hundred episodes removed last Friday because of racial slurs that he was using. So, how yeah. much of a responsibility does does do these platforms have for what they put out for what they host. Well, this is where it's become even more interesting because if you look at the responses that went public after this sort of all broke, you know, Spotify put out a response essentially saying, you know, we're not in the business of censoring people. And weirdly enough, Joe Rogan's response was actually the more appropriate, more human one, where, you know, he essentially said, you know, um, you know, he made mistakes, he's going to try and do better, and he accepts whatever the sort of outcome is. Um, how much of that, I believe, well, we'll see. <laughs> but... Listen, yeah, I think that's what everyone says. It's like this YouTube, you know, apology videos where everyone's crying and then two months later they're doing the same thing again. So we'll see. You know, no one knows. Um, but when it comes to to a platform like Spotify, Spotify likes to argue that they're not in the business of censoring people. This is not censoring people. You know, Joe Rogan may not be a journalist, you know, like I am, like so many people that I know are. But when you have a platform that big, uh, you have a responsibility to not be edited, but to do, you know, sort of your due diligence. You should not be hosting conversations where there are unfounded facts being presented and you're just letting people slide with it. I could never go on any platform and say, you know, I don't know, the sky is purple, for example, have nothing to back it up, have all the signs saying, well, the sky isn't purple, and just be allowed to get away with it. That's just not right. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the argument is um, around everything that's happening right now. Uh, Brandon Owen... uh... Neil Young is is one of the biggest artists, I guess. On I know that I read somewhere that sixty percent of his downloads of total music happens on Spotify. For him to mm-hmm. leave a platform like Spotify, uh, is it more costly to him as an artist, or is it more costly to Spotify as a download uh, music streaming service? So, if if Joe Rogan had to leave Spotify or be deplatformed, as some people like to say, the you know, it's not going to affect him that badly. It's Spotify that's really going to suffer. And I was reading a very interesting sort of opinion piece. I want to say it was like the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, or New York Times, something like that, where someone said that, you know, Spotify stands the most to lose because if they had to sort of de-platform Joe Rogan, he has other avenues, you know, um, and sort of podcast apps and things that he could use. He's also got RSS feeds, you know, where sort of no one monitors those. Um, and he could still go on to monetize and even grow his audience, whereas Spotify then could potentially be uh, creating a competitor. And he's, you know, arguably the largest podcast in the world. So they could be creating a competitor if they let him go to their own podcast business, which is potentially why also they're, you know, sort of fighting so hard to not take responsibility and to not let him go. Mm. And in the end as well, Brandon, it's also about money, revenue, isn't it? And, and yeah. we know that there's a lot of money that's flowing through streaming services. Is, is, is it a, a growing revenue source for artists, for example? Because I'm pretty sure that the platforms are, are making a, a good buck. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've I've got a couple of podcasts out there um, on all the different platforms. And, you know, I think for a lot of people, if you don't get a... a, a a point where you have scale. If you don't have the numbers, you know, sort of like a Joe Rogan or even like a New York Times or, you know, just in the good sort of tens of thousands of sort of continuous downloads, 
you're not really making the money. You have the option of, you know, sort of advertising, putting the advertising slots in. But once you get a certain threshold, then obviously that's when you can start making money. And there's a big rise we've seen with um, audio platforms, you know, whether it's live audio, whether it's podcasts. In South Africa, the adoption isn't that big yet. I can say from experience that all of my biggest audiences for my different podcasts, weird enough, are coming from the U.S., um, the U.K., and then South Africa. Mm. And from people I've spoken to, depending on the content uh, that you're providing, it generally does seem to be the case that, you know, South Africa will be in the top to the top five in terms of listeners, but we're not usually the number one. So it's a growing platform. It's a growing medium. There's a lot of opportunity. It's not quite making money for especially those of us in South Africa yet, but internationally there's a lot of money in, right. in podcasting. Right. Brandon, we're going to leave it there for now, and uh, we do appreciate your time so much. Uh, Brandon Peterson, of course, uh, just giving us an insight there into the world of Spotify and uh, just some of, the, some of the dynamics involved. Founder of Reframed Group, which focuses on tech news and other great content. You can check them out online. The bridge is coming up next from 9 to 12, so that's going to be quite good. Otherwise, we are done for today. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Don't forget, You Rock My World is on in the month of love, the month of February. If there's somebody that you'd like to tell just how much they rock your world, send us your number on our WhatsApp line, and we will certainly link you guys up. And uh, we'll make sure that you get to tell this person how you feel live on the radio. So we'll see uh, what we get tomorrow and uh, as we go throughout the month of love. Otherwise, from us, it's a good morning. It's a good day and good vibes.